Aliens Explored is a podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Way back in episode 11, we discussed the hot topic of crop circles. Where do they come from? What do they mean? Some of them, without a doubt, are definitely the work of humans engaged in an expensive form of vandalism. Others we just don't know. Join us on Aliens Explored as we ask the question, if crop circles are indeed the work of a few miscreants, how much of an effect has the pandemic lockdown had on this mysterious phenomenon? Welcome back listeners to Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast where we explore aliens <laughs> and UFOs and unidentified aerial phenomenon and lots and lots of otherworldly activities. I'm one of your... <laughs> He's speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. This is miraculous. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'll try that one again. <clears throat> I'm one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. And Neil, do you remember way, way back in the mists of time, back in episode 11, we talked about crop circles? How could I forget? Oh, one of my favourite, favourite subjects. How could I forget when I, when I blundered in, not realising what a, what a hot button topic it was for me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is my specialist subject. Um, mm. Not that I'm an expert or anything like it. There are people who know far, far more about them. I, I'm an enthusiastic amateur. Mm. That's how I see myself when it comes to crop circles. Um, but I have been studying them for... Oh, gosh. Must be, yeah, coming up on 20 years By now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, must be. Oh, gosh. Ah, suddenly feeling very old. Um mm. So, uh, we we when we talked about them back in in episode eleven, the the pandemic had really just started, um, and I was I, I put to you this this idea that I thought it'd be interesting to see if crop circles are affected by the pandemic. So people not being able to go out, you know, the lockdown and what have you. Does that mean if they were all man-made, then we wouldn't get any because nobody'd be allowed to go out, right? But also there's a flip side to it where if people aren't going out as much then they wouldn't get be as you know as well spotted so mm. you know I, I kind of theorized at the time that um, there would be fewer crop circles at least identified well yeah I mean, I mean they're going to be identified aren't they because the farmers are going to come out and see for fuck's sake you know, my my crops have been flattened again I mean how much how much is a typical crop circle cost a farmer in lost crops oh a lot of money um a lot of money um but they don't always report them 
Mm. I mean, it's not. Uh, well, I'm saying it costs oh. a lot of money. So, when it comes to genuine crops, and I'm, I, I use this term genuine, I'm talking not evidently man made. Um, mm. It actually doesn't damage the crops at all. It's people going and visiting them, usually without permission. Don't do that, listeners. Always get the farmer's permission before you, you enter a field. Um, mm. But they go in and they trample the crops and they break them. Because a, a another, you know, I, I'm going to keep using genuine crop circle as a shorthand, but I'm sure you know what I mean by that. Um, when you go into a genuine crop circle, the crops are not broken. Um, hmm. but I mean, again, we, you know, so go back and listen to episode 11, listeners, because I go into that in some detail. Um, but walking in a crop circle does break them. When they're made with planks of wooden rope, yes, they are broken and, and the crops are damaged. But if it's, if a crop circle is left unvisited, as it were, mm. um, the the farmer can just yeah they can just um, harvest it as normal and it's fine. Mm. So it doesn't actually the crop circle itself doesn't cost the farmer anything. So it's um, going to be the ones that appear on insurance claims. They're the ones that are going to be so it's more like the man-made ones. They're going to become public because the farmers incurred some losses. Yes, which you want to mitigate. Farmers are reticent to report them because they know they will get visited. They know they'll get people illegally trespassing and coming and walking in their crops and destroying them. So yeah, if they report them, it's going to cost them money. Surely, if if you want to see a crop circle, the best way to see it up close is really to, to go somewhere nearby and send up a drone. Anyone can get a drone these days, can't they? For not much yes. money uh, if you really want yes, to see it and very very specialist licenses um the maximum height you can fly them to is 400 foot and um, i'm i'm a qualified drone pilot <laughs> right uh, this is a you're, you're in my you've walked straight into my wheelhouse again yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah but you know um, I, I, i've i've got a drone that i've got given as a present i've never flown it because not allowed to um but you know, I wouldn't have to go four hundred feet. I would have thought we'd be plenty high enough to have a look at these. Um, to look at your average crop circle. It it is if you know where it is in the first place. Yeah, I mean, if I was there, I wouldn't have to actually walk into the crops. I could, you know, from the lane on the side. Oh, absolutely, and indeed, professional um, crop circle event. They're, they're, yeah, they they're very careful about how they do. I'm talking about more je- members of the public. Mm. Oh, yeah. look, it's crop circle. Oh, no, that's like... And they'll go stomping straight in and, you know, smash down half the crops on the way but in. That's the thing. I mean, at ground level, you can't really appreciate it, can you? How many how many pictures of crop circles have you seen that are taken from ground level? Having been inside crop circles... So there are things that you do to investigate them um, mm. that do require you being at ground level. For example, taking soil samples, taking crop samples, um, taking magnetic readings things like that but you, know, you can't I'm, do that with the drone i'm looking at quite an elaborate crop circle now there's a field of some kind of cereal there's this elaborate sort of wheel kind of it, it's like a it's like a disc surrounded by little plectrum shaped things all, all the way around very elaborate um and probably a hundred yards or so away is is un un um is is field that isn't being used for for growing crops. It's being used. It's just a meadow 
so maybe sheep graze there and then it looks like there's a path there anyway so it without actually going into the field the nearest you can get will be about i don't know 50 or 60 meters away I, i'm just guessing from this picture but at ground level would you even see it well that's you're that's... looking along the top of the crops you yeah you you have to i mean when you're when you're accustomed to looking for them you, you can usually see evidence not quite at ground level but you don't have to have much of an elevation um to spot them um and i'm going to i'm going to hazard a guess the way you've described that was that the one that uh was in bavaria um no it's spotted near clay hill spelled c-l-e-y oh, right okay um, it, it sounds very similar to one you in in very but to actually go into the circuit so you'll see that there are some tracks in the hmm. field um yeah if, if you think those are the width of a tractor so it gives you an idea of the scale um, but there, there are also the some people circle. sat in the crop circle almost looking yeah like you often get that because people will people will visit them um and yeah sometimes farmers allow it sometimes they'll charge you to go in the field and that's fine that's fair enough mm. um like i said it does cost them money when people do go tramping in uh, the fields I mean, there, there is a track leading to it as sort of irregular i mean the, the circle is neat it's mathematically precise mm -hmm. uh, and there's this sort of raggedy little trail leading to it but it's i mean there are there are sort of trails across the the wheat were obviously made by some kind of vehicle um this path leading this wiggly little path leading to the circle it, it's not just been made by people walking there it's, it's way too way too big um some kind okay. of vehicle has made that yeah but, that that happens occasionally i mean it, mm. each each one you you know has its mm. own thing that you know people do yeah oh but um but yeah, so coming back to the original, so so I speculated that we will see fewer crop circles in 2020. Oh. How wrong I was. Now, reported crop circles, um, there were 38, hmm. with rumours of a further 12. Um, so I'm, I'm, I dismiss the rumours because there's no evidence to support them. They just said, oh yeah, I saw a crop circle, it was in this general area. Um, and nobody can find it, so they're easy to dismiss. Um, hmm. There were six in May, nine in June, 16 in July, four in August, um, and three in September and October. Um, so, so yeah, very much a normal amount of crop circles. Well, that, that's the pattern you'd expect as the crops are growing, isn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, crop, crop circles are very seasonal. Um, yeah, June, July and August. Yeah, because crops are seasonal. The time. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, apart from, um, there was this amazing crop circle on Breen Beach, drawn in the sand. So Breen's at Burnham-on-Sea, isn't it, down in Somerset? Um very, uh, uh, quite amazing yep. the sand circle at Breen Beach in Somerset um, and it was drawn by um, one of the world's greatest sand artists Julian Richardson along with his talented team Stuart Dyke Merker and Paul Burton okay, I mean I'm, I'm utterly unaware of that one um, the fact it's 
very obviously Mamma is would explain why. You do get sand circles um, mm. as a as a genuine thing, as a non man made thing. This this uh, is incredible. This is a, a real work desert. of art. Yeah. Mm. I will look that one up um, mm. for sure. Now, the vast majority of the the crop circles um, this year were in Wiltshire, as in fact they always always are. Mm. Um, but you also had crop circles. There was one in West Yorkshire, one in Derbyshire, one in West Sussex, uh, one in Dorset. Um, one in Gloucestershire, one in Oxfordshire, one in Somerset. Now those those last few, Gloucestershire, Oxfordshire and Somerset, are very, very close to Wiltshire anyway. Hmm. Um, there were three in Hampshire, uh, which is a little bit more unusual. Um, but you compare that to 19 in Wiltshire. Hmm. Uh, you know, and and yes, Wiltshire is a very very rural county. You know, there are a lot of fields around, but it's not the only rural county in the country. Um, you know, West Yorkshire is very rural in places. So, I mean, it has been speculated that you know maybe it's just wherever there are fields, but no, there are places with just as many fields that just don't get them. It seems to be focused. Well, it's going to be area, areas dedicated to cereal crops, isn't it? I mean, if you, if you drive through Hampshire, you might think, "Oh, what lovely countryside!" But you can't go for a walk in it because it's all just fields of crops with nothing in between them. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. Whereas, yeah. If, whereas if you're in Sussex, there's, there's the downs. There's lots of sort of hills and dales to to wander over. Well. Yes, but what I'm saying is there are other areas that have just as many cereal crop fields mm. that just don't get them. Um, but and bear in mind, this is a this is globally. I'm but, talking. But it's not just in the UK because there were also crop circles. There was one in Brazil, one in Hungary, one in France, one in Russia, uh, one in Bavaria that I mentioned, uh, and two in Poland this year. Mm. Uh, now this so is reported. Much very much concentrated in England and specifically in Wiltshire but I mean Wiltshire is associated with all kinds of energies isn't it that you know Glastonbury is not far from from there um, yeah. Stonehenge isn't far from there yeah um, yeah people exactly. also it's a very spiritual lay, area ley lines cross there and also, yeah, all, all sorts of people go there for yeah all sorts of you've um, got uh, mystical Avery, reasons Silbury Hill um, yeah, uh, you've got all the the white horses mm. uh, around the area. Yes, it is a very very spiritual all, all place. All the pagans and white witches gather there. And... Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so speaking as a pagan, I can attest yeah. to that. <laughs> so yeah, I there's definitely something very strange going on. Yeah. Now in Wiltshire, but specifically addressing the the. F- the the question that we ask it says how how would they be affected by by the the covid pandemic well i, I don't see why they would because it's not exactly a social activity is it going out and making crops it's something you can sort of sneak out and do on your own um i, I mean yeah there's there's been lots of less of lots of all sorts of activities but there hasn't been less farming and there hasn't been there wouldn't have been less of people going out there and messing with crops if that's what they were 
No, but during a lockdown, um, so, so to create a crop circle in a field without permission is a mm. criminal offence. It's criminal yeah. damage. Yeah. It's trespassing. Um, in a lockdown situation, people being out and about doing these things, they'd be far more obvious. They'd be far more... It'd be far easier to spot someone. I mean, these are areas where you don't get that many people at the best of times anyway. Mm, that's what I mean. So you'd be spotted at a normal time as just as... Just most. Exactly. So you'd stand out, really mm. stand out, if you tried to do it during a pandemic. And, and during, during lockdown, people were allowed out to go for a walk. Uh, I think, yeah, you know, <laughs> some sort of... Yeah, you know, all, all sorts of rules that were broken by... Well, no less than the Prime Minister on his bike or um, his chief advisor driving from one end of the country to the other in in, in his car. So, so you know, I, I, I don't really see how the, the pandemic would have had much of an effect on, on sort of countryside foot but traffic. But you're talking about being out for a walk. So the, the, the image that's generated by that is oh I'm out for a I know oh here's a field I'll just quickly whip mm. up a crop circle you are talking about intricately detailed mathematically precise patterns mm. that are hundreds of feet across yeah hundreds of feet you know this is not something you do on a whim it's not something you can do quickly or readily and, and certainly I mean you remember an episode, you know, where I, I talked about the difference between the man-made ones mm. um, and the the genuine, genuine ones. ones. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and and certainly looking at the images uh, of of some of these thirty-eight that have appeared last year, there's definitely some that are man-made. J- just y- you can kind of call up an image. Okay, the edges are ragged. It's quite small, relatively speaking. You know, it might be sort of fifty foot across, mm. um, which which makes it a very very small one uh, by comparison. Um, the the circle is not a perfect circle; it's slightly irregular. Or, you know, it's pretty close to being a perfect circle, but it's on the side of a hill. Now, now genuine crop circles, when hills are involved. It's it's a, only a perfect circle if you're looking directly down on it. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. So as it comes down the hill, it sort of stretches out a little bit. Um. So yeah, they're they're not so mathematically perfect like the others. So yeah, there are there are definitely some of those thirty eight. Um. I didn't I didn't count up how many. Um. Because you are talking about a handful, maybe hmm. half a dozen. But you know, um, if, if, if they, I had to guess. If they are made by extraterrestrials, no, the, the the pandemic isn't going to affect that. But even if they're made by humans, it, we're still talking about people who who are sneaking out, probably at night for the most part, um, to do something illegal. Well, I don't see how they're going to uh, telling them. Sorry, we're locked down because of the COVID. Is going to stop them doing that if that's what they really want to do? And they're certainly not going to be. You certainly won't be able to accuse them of risky behaviour in terms of spreading a virus. The the people who claim to have made them uh, have mm. been have had this put to the test where they said right okay here's a field now first of all they can't do it in the dark they're they're incapable mm. because it is 
very simply too dark. Um, the type of lighting they need to do it effectively at night time mm. makes them very obvious for miles around. You're talking, you know, flood lighting that's required in order to get the precision that we're talking about. Even then, they can't be that as precise as as they claim to be. Mm. You know, they, they've, nobody has ever been able to generate the level of precision in a crop circle but that we actually see. Th these things must take some time to do. If you're doing them in broad yes. daylight, isn't the farmer likely to come along in the middle? I mean, how many how many half-completed crop circles are there where the farmers come along and they've run off while doing it? Yeah, none. Seem... None. Huh. There, was, um, there was an advert for Weetabix um, hmm. many years ago, and they, they did a crop circle style thing they, they did it with farmer's permission obviously um, and it was in a a field where you very regularly get crop circles almost mm. every year without fail um, just opposite Silver Hill in fact literally over the road from it mm. um, and this this alleged crop circle was basically the shape of a plug with three Weetabix shapes for the pins because in the UK we have three pin plugs mm. um, and the word Weetabix in scripted text above it. Hmm. Um, and it was quite big. I mean, it took up most of the field, and the idea was this could be seen from the air and, and some distance away. Um, it took them three days to create that crop circle. Well, it wasn't a circle, but, you know, to, hmm. to flatten the crops and create this image. Three days. Solid days. Now, that was obviously with the farmer's permission. When you think that compared to that, you get these like hundreds of feet across circles where you'll get a pilot flying over a field, fly back again five minutes later, and one's appeared. Hmm. You know, I, 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 I reject this they're all man-made thing. It's so, so vehemently. <laughs> but so, so you, you, what, you what? said... If it's extraterrestrials creating that, but I don't automatically subscribe to that either. The extraterrestrial connection comes from a newspaper report in the 1960s, uh, where you were having some circles. In, in fact, you had um, uh, it was like three circles together in a field, uh, and some some reporter said, "Oh, maybe it's the landing," you know. Maybe it's where the alien spacecraft landed. Because it was in Warminster where you do get a lot of UFO sightings. Mm. Not far from Wiltshire as it happens, but um, yeah. Uh, sorry, in Wiltshire, but, but a specific part of Wiltshire. Um, yeah, so, you know, that was some space. And ever since then, people have associated crop circles and UFOs. Okay, so if, if it's not UFOs and it's not humans going out and doing it, what, what's causing them? No idea. And, and if it was UFOs, has, has anyone speculated what that might be? I mean, it's it's not it's not going to be the, the the mark that's just left where a UFO lands, is it? No, uh, I mean the crop circles we get these days are far more complicated, and and hmm. it, it's speculated very widely. And I'm 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 actually quite slowly, but I am starting to come round to this way of thinking that it is a form of communication from an intelligence mm, a marker um, well mathematically so in, in, the, in this year's 
oh sorry in last year's in 2020's crop circles um they were mostly quite similar patterns to what we've seen um over the last maybe decade now um Hmm. A, a couple of variations but um but mostly it's been the same style uh of crop circles uh, circular patterns uh with some straight edges but all all geometric uh based crop circles hmm. uh mathematically i mean the far far better minds than mine analyze the crap out of these things uh but mathematically hmm. the number 8 as a grouping of three, so three eights keeps mm. coming up time and time again in different crop circles. Um, so that suggests some oh. sort of communication. Uh, the one oh, I mentioned, oh, oh, in the or oh, oh, what we see as three eights, could be just six circles in a certain configuration. Well, to give you a um an example the one i mentioned in bavaria hmm. um and and this is the kind of analysis i'm talking about uh this does have it it's a series of concentric circles uh with some angular components to it um uh, and if you like dots in between each angular component Hmm. Uh, there are eight dots there are eight angular components there are four concentric circles inside the the entirety of it people have looked at the distances of these concentric circles they've looked at the spacings uh, of these dots and the the geometric patterns and they've said that it matches almost perfectly uh, the epicycle of Mercury, uh, including a backwards or retrograde period of 22 to 24 days, included near the end of each cycle. Um, it just so happened that Mercury was in retrogr retrograde four days before this crop circle was discovered. Um, and they've worked out that the way this if if it does link to the way that mercury orbits uh, itself then the entire crop circle would show as eight lots of 116 days or two and a half years <laughs> so i've right. looked at this picture and worked out actually that equates like you know based on how long a day is in mercury um which is it relates to this that and the other that's two and a well, half yeah, how, years how long is it how long is it saying and how long is a year on Mercury? Uh, I, Must I be a lot shorter know. than That's, one of our years. I mean, this is not me doing this. <laughs> this this calculation. Mm. Um, but I mean, so, yeah, the nearer yeah. the sun, the shorter your year, isn't it? Indeed. Um, but yes, there was another um, another circle that appeared in Wiltshire on the same day. Um, that also had the pattern of eight in it very regularly showing although in a different way uh, hmm. still has the four concentric circles though um, yeah it's it, it is interesting 
Um, oh, sorry, there was another one as well um, on the same day that had the pattern of eight regularly repeated as well. Mm. Uh, that one, yeah, four concentric circles. Um, but they're, yeah, in, happening on different countries on the same day. And they're, they're, they've got mm. this seeming connection. Now, I, I do wonder if this is a little bit of um, people finding connections where actually none exists, which I think, you know, if you go far enough into mathematics, you can do. Well, um, if you if you get into numerology, you start seeing a significance in, in a number. You suddenly realise the number 23, I think that was in the movie, wasn't it, the Jim Carrey movie? Suddenly the number 23, he realised there were 23 steps in his house, and there were 23... Yes, whatever exactly. you know. If suddenly everything is about twenty-three. Oh, it's all, it, and it all becomes very significant, and it's all it's all part of a plot. And something happened to him on the twenty-third of the month, and yeah, it's yes. No, that's so thing, I, but, I, I, I do wonder we, that, about that. But that that's yeah, that, that's part of the reason why we we learn best by from stories because we like to make connections between things. You just give us isolated facts; they don't they don't take. But you tell us a story. And that will that will take, and the contents of quite quite complicated contents of a story mm. can can be retained where an individual fact can't. Um, yes. I mean, is Stonehenge a similar kind of thing? It's just you know a crop circle made of stone. Well, nobody knows why crop circle. Uh, sorry, why why Stonehenge is actually there? Um, they speculated. Speculated mm. the crap out of it. I get very. Do you know what? About, right, I'm going to go on a little bit of a mini rant here because we're, we're mm. starting to run out of time. But I get very angry when people talk about druids, as mm. if they know what it actually was. Literally, the word druid comes from one Roman document where they talked about someone having a druidic position in in a village. Mm. But there's absolutely no context as to what that position actually was. It could have meant village idiot, mm. the way this thing reads, or it could have meant village leader, and anything in between. The only thing you can... They're, they're very scathing about this, this druid. But that's mm. it. That's where the entirety... Anything else where anybody claims to be a druid, or, you know, it's druidic symbols, it is made up bollocks. Hmm. There you go. Come like, at me, yeah, druids. Druid, <laughs> druid sounds like another word for wizard or something. Or, you know. It's. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. something in a history book once about a, a Roman, a Roman campaign um, where they they marched on Wales to against the druids. But, okay, I, I don't. Well, mm. I assume they were a tribe or something. You know. That could have been a modern interpretation. Because yeah, the, I think the word druid has come dungeon, into use, it? but it yeah it has no real historical. Oh. People have meant it to be you know wise men of the village. Yeah, no, it, it, we don't know what it meant. Um, but there we go. Okay, oh. um, so a little bit of a different kind of episode this time. It's not been so much of a debate, uh, although oh. it, it did turn into one. Um, <laughs> I like to be questioned. I rattled um, your cage. No, I, I mean it's there to be rattled. Um, mm. But do you know, I'm, I'm going to come back to one thing you, you did actually query me up, like you know, if it's not people and it's not extraterrestrials, who is it? And I was just very, I don't know. 
but here's the thing I think it is very important to keep an open mind I do believe that it, they are created by some form of an intelligence hmm. now whether that intelligence is extraterrestrial or not I couldn't say UFOs have been associated in areas where you see lots of crop circles there's no denying that um, but as has ball lightning um, mm. it's been claimed that they've been caused by weather conditions I mean that's sort of nonsense but you know um, but I am absolutely convinced that it is an intelligence of some description now I personally don't believe in any gods or any sort of afterlife or anything like that um, I do believe in energies around the universe um, so I suppose you would have to say you know it's well, what's to say we are the only intelligence on this planet? Hmm. Um, what's to say, you know, the Gaia theory implies that actually nature itself is an intelligence and a consciousness. I, I, I wouldn't like to speculate that that was not the case. So, yeah, I keep as open mind, open-minded as possible about crop circles, except that they are all made by people. That is nonsense. <laughs> hmm. I yeah, will, uh, say, we, I shouldn't, will... we shouldn't discourage people who have lots of questions we should discourage people who have all the answers and I think that's... That it is nice to have something that's you know, it's, it's very pretty to look at mm. farmers probably don't appreciate it but they don't appreciate most things you know, they, they're, they're there to make food um, <laughs> and, and, it, do, it and this does just, make farmers it's just I, a cost of it I, 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 on this I, I really feel for farmers because they don't ask for this it's not and it does make hmm. their jobs much more difficult and their lives a misery. So, um, yeah. so yeah. So listeners, if you come across a crop circle, ask the farmer before going in the field. Don't just wander in. Don't go damaging the crops. Um, don't be a dick. Um, most farmers are yeah, really nice when you very, actually talk to them. Yeah. Hmm. Um, if you want to find they out more, much and have a, you talk to them about it. They yeah. Do you know what most of them? If you talk to they'd them, they're talk, fine. Talk about it, then, 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 then yell at you for being in the middle of their crop. Yes, absolutely. Um, but if you want to see the images of the crop circles um, that were discovered in 2020, listeners, go to cropcircleconnector.com. Uh, and they have all the images there. They're well worth supporting as a site. I've been following them for decades and now, and uh, they do a lot, a lot of good work. And you can see some fantastic deep dives into each of the crop circles and people's speculations as to their meanings and intents uh, and details on each one. So there you go. Um, let's Let's do an end of... End of episode summary like we normally do, Neil. Crop circles then. What do you reckon? You asked um, me the question, what causes them? I'll ask you, what causes them then? Um, I, I don't know. Um, they're, they're, if they're to do with extraterrestrials, I cannot think what purpose they possibly serve. Um, they're very, very pretty. They're very pleasing to the to most human eyes. Um, and you can, you just, all you can do is wonder about them. Just wonder how they're created. Yes, some are evidently created by people, um, but a lot of them evidently aren't. So we we just don't know. 
I, I really wouldn't. Maybe one day we'll find out, but at, at the moment, you know, I, I, I wouldn't like to say what I think they are because I really don't know. Mm. And, and even if even if it was humans, what what gave them the idea to do it? Yeah, to make a, a design like that. A very good point. Uh, and what do you think, listeners? What what do you think causes crop circles? Do let us know by the usual means. Um, if you have visited a crop circle, we want to hear your experiences. Um, and all you know to do with any UFOs. Uh, or aliens we want to hear what you think do contact us by the usual means facebook and twitter by searching aliens explored or visit us at aliensexplored.com and don't forget to leave us a quick review wherever you listen to your podcast because it really really does help us and it helps other listeners to find the podcast as well when you do that so please do and it is much much appreciated um, and if crop circles are of particular interest to you, then keep listening to the show because we're going to be having some very, very exciting news coming up in the following months. Uh, we have a little side project we've been working on behind the scenes, haven't we, Neil? We, we've been mulling it over, yeah. We have. It is very, very early stages yet. Um but we will be giving you more details as time goes by. Um, and another good reason to keep listening is next week we're going into a fascinating topic. We're going back 20 years um, over to um, New Jersey. That's New Jersey, it, isn't yeah, it? New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Oh dear, as an actor, I need to work on my American accent. Uh, <laughs> and it's but New, New uh, Jersey is a very specific one, isn't it? Very, very Sopranos. It is. Uh, they yes. dumped bodies out by the New Jersey Turnpike. Well, it is a New Jersey Turnpike UFO of 2001 that we are discussing. So maybe, maybe it was a body being dumped out of a black sedan. <laughs> let's find out next week uh, one to look forward to in the meantime do keep watching those fields of crops and the skies take care for now catch you next time bye 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 Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com.